Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. It's the first show of the new year. Happy New Year. And the dominant travel story, well, it's obviously the weather already. Airports in the East Coast just beginning to sort out some passengers stranded Thursday and Friday from the winter storms that caused the cancellation of thousands of flights. You know, uh, while we think about the weather directly affecting New York and Boston and Philadelphia and uh, Chicago, remember that planes that are sort of prevented from flying their normal routes or thrown off track, that affects hundreds of other destinations in the country. So even if you're in Southern California, as I happen to be today, you know, if you couldn't fly to New York or or Boston over the last couple of days, well, that throws everything off. Uh, I don't think everybody is going to be where they want to be until about Monday. So, coming up this hour, we're going to take a look at some of 2013's weirdest travel stories, and then we're going to meet a man who's written an entire book on how to tie travel in with partying. David Miller's located 101 places to party around the globe. There, now, you and I have no excuses not to travel and have fun. He's got a new book out. Uh, I'll tell you the name of that when we get to him. And Macau, do you know Macau? It's uh, long ago Eclipse Vegas in the amount of money beat uh, that's bet by gamblers in casinos. You've probably heard and read about Macau. It's that uh, resort in the, well, it's a resort town now in that former Portuguese colony, just a short ferry ride away from Hong Kong. It's located on the southern coast of China. Uh, as I say, it used to be a Portuguese colony. Uh, we're going to talk with a woman who lives there and works in the whole industry and says, hotel industry and says, you know, you ain't seen nothing yet. But before we start, let's take a quick look at this week's news and travel. Well, as the nation knows, buying marijuana became legal in Colorado this past week. But I got some advice for you. Think twice if you plan on flying into the state and then flying back out with some dope in your pocket or in your luggage. Denver's airport became the first city facility to, be to ban marijuana possession because it's got to comply with federal law prohibiting the interstate transportation of drugs. Now, TSA agents are not specifically charged with finding drugs. They're looking for weapons. However, if they come across any while they're randomly going through your luggage or uh, even your carry-on luggage, for that matter, they are obligated to notify local law enforcement officials. So you've been warned. And remember that while possession of dope is now not illegal in Colorado, Denver city ordinances that plant ban the display of it or transfer of it on city property like parks, streets, sidewalks near schools, uh, that outdoor promenade called the 16th Street Mall. Other jurisdictions like Aspen may have their own local rules. So it ain't exactly... You know, they're not exactly throwing the entire state wide open. You can't stand around in the street and hand somebody a joint. So uh, if you've got it, don't flaunt it and maybe learn the local rules. And what does an evening at Applebee's cost? When does it cost an average of $375 a person? Well, when you visit the two Times Square locations on New Year's Eve in New York City. This past New Year's uh, Eve, the food chain invited guests to be in the center of the action where the ball comes down, although you didn't have any particularly privileged position by being there. Uh, they, they, but they invited you to come have dinner. And this is a place where the average check runs about $20 a person. $375 is about 20 times that. Guests, however, were given free champagne and a dinner cooked by, and here I quote from Applebee's press release, some fairly sophisticated culinary people, unquote. 
I wasn't there, so I can't tell you how sophisticated the culinary people were or the dinner was, but surely the higher, highest per head tap Applebee's ever seen. Maybe you rang in the New York Hayes nightclub in Aria, the Hotel Aria in Vegas, or at Cosmopolitan, the other Vegas uh, right next door to the Aria. The, uh, the, new, the casino's got a new place called the Chelsea Ballroom. It's their new nightclub. And Bruno Mars headlined there on New Year's. Vegas hotels, by the way, were reportedly 100% booked and charging three times the normal rate for rooms on New Year's. All right, what's coming up this year? Well, Kathy Gerhardt is with the national travel agency company called Travel Leaders. And, Kathy, I gather that you have surveyed your agents to determine what's hot and what's not this new year. Am I correct? Rudy, you are absolutely correct. How did you know that? Well, because I asked you to be on the show, and I knew you had it. So what's hot? What's got a bullet and rising, as they used to say in the record business? Well, you know what? The hottest destination truly is European river cruising. Um, We have seen that skyrocket over the years to the point where it is now ranked number five on our international, on our top international list. And that goes up against things like Caribbean cruising and Cancun, Mexico, London, Paris, you know. Wow. So the fact that European river cruising has broken into the top five for us this year is is a huge story for us. And now, I know travelers. you just came back from River Cruise. I want to just ask you real briefly in a moment about that. But before we get to your personal experience, and, and I want you to give me like three or four reasons why River Cruising is so great, uh, what did you find for the hot destinations in uh, Asia and Europe and that sort of thing? So we did ask our agents about their top up-and-coming destinations, kind of those the destinations that m- might not make our top ten list, but that they're seeing an increase from from their travelers asking and, and going to. Mm-hmm. So for Europe, number one is Croatia, followed by Iceland. And, you know, Iceland, um, Delta actually has been serving Reykjavik, and they're going to start again in the summer of 2014. So we think maybe that's why Iceland is, is bumping up, because it's easier to get there for certain people. Wow. In the, in, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And in the Pacific, um, New Zealand is mm-hmm. number one. Now, that does a little disservice to Australia because we broke Australia up by state. If you combined all the Australian states, still Australia would be the up-and-coming destination for the Pacific. But New Zealand is right there. And, you know, movies like The Hobbit Mm -hmm. are popular, and they get people thinking about, oh, you know what, there's another destination maybe I should, you know, I think I'd like to go see. In Asia and Southeast Asia, Vietnam is number one as far as our up-and-coming destinations. But the real interesting one for us is the second one, which is uh, Myanmar. No, I was going to say, I didn't Oh, my goodness. How about South America? And for South America, it's Peru followed by Brazil. And I think, you know, Machu Picchu really is one of those bucket list kinds of destinations for, for people, which is why Peru is up there. And Brazil, you know, with the upcoming, you know, with the World Cup, with the Olympic Games, you know, there's some focus on Brazil now. That is very interesting. I would not have guessed Croatia and Iceland. I wouldn't have guessed Myanmar, a.k.a. Burma. Uh, Vietnam, yeah, I'm dying to go there as well. We've got about a minute minute or so left, uh, Kathy. You just got back from a river cruise. Give me, give me three bullet points of why river cruises are so great. Okay. One, it's a really intimate experience. You walk right off the ship into the center of these great European towns and cities. Number two, I don't think people realize that in the cost of that cruise are excursions 
there are optional excursions you could add on, but pretty much every stop has a built-in excursion, so you're not paying extra for that. And I have to say, the service, the food, the wine, it was all fabulous. I, I can't say enough about the European River Cruise I just got back from. And what was your where was your cruise to and from? I started in Vienna. The cruise ended in Nuremberg. I had an extra couple of days in Prague, and it was with Avalon Waterways, and it was fantastic. Oh, that is so good. I'm so jealous. I've done a, I've done the bar, so-called barging. I put that in quotes because it's not a barge. But I've, <laughs> I've yet to do a river cruise. I've been invited on a couple, and I'm going to at some point. But, well, you Kathy, have that's... to check that off your list. I will. Well, thanks for the peek at 20, uh, 2014. That's fascinating. Kathy uh, Garrett is with the Travel Leaders Group. You know Travel Leaders. It's, I think, the second largest travel agency consortium in the United States. Kathy, thanks for joining me. Rudy, thank you so much. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. We'll be right back after this break. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami, use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. Are you over the age of 25 and need to lose up to 30 pounds or more? If so, the next 60 seconds are crucial to your well-being. Because Sensa is sending 30-day free trials to anyone looking to lose weight simply through portion control, without calorie counting, meal plans, or traditional dieting. To experience effective weight loss results, you must be over 25 and want to lose up to 30 pounds or more. Call 1-800-963-3845 for your free 30-day trial. In a six-month study, one of the largest of its kind ever conducted, participants lost an average of 30 pounds using Sensa. This weight loss breakthrough does not require added exercise or a change in your lifestyle. But act now. Due to overwhelming demand, there is a strict limit of one per household. Again, if you are over 25 and need to lose up to 30 pounds or more, it is crucial that you write down this number for your free 30-day trial of Sensa. Call 1-800-963-3845. That's 1-800-963-3845. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. And before the game, it's all about the tailgating. Burgers, sausage and peppers, onions, hot wings, you name it. But come game time, if you got yourself a whole bunch of heartburn, roll out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For indigestion and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. Nice to have you here. It's about 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Travel Guard. It's got an offer you'll want to take advantage of. Travel Guard's joined up with Reader's Digest, a name you know and trust for reliable expert advice, and Travel Guard is, of course, the nation's leading provider of travel insurance and assistance service plans. They're joining up to offer you a free Smart Spenders travel guide that'll tell you how you can afford a vacation this year, even on a tight budget. 
how to save money at hotels, restaurants, and resorts, and what to do to avoid making expensive travel mistakes, and about 110 more money-saving tips, ideas, and more. You can find it by going to TravelGuard.com or check it out at RudyMaxa.com, the radio show website. And right there on the homepage at the top, you'll see a link to TravelGuard's Smart Spenders Travel Guide. I'm delighted to welcome very prolific writer and novelist Paul Theroux to the show. You know one of his first best-selling books, The Great Railway Bazaar, and his books have been made into movies as well, including The Mosquito Coast. Paul's newest novel is going to be released later this month. It's called The Lower River. It's a story of a former Peace Corps volunteer in the African country of Malawi who returns many years later to find a very different place. But then again, he's a very different man. I don't know any contemporary writer who better captures in prose the places as well as the fears and desires of people who travel than Paul Theroux, himself uh, once a Peace Corps volunteer in Africa. When he's not traveling, Paul lives part of the year in Hawaii on the North Shore and part of the year on Cape Cod. I thought he might pick either or both of those lovely destinations as his places of the heart. But, Paul, I understand you're thinking of somewhere else, aren't you? Yes, my heart is, is at home. Sometimes when people ask me where I want to go, I say I want to go home. Uh, that's where I'm happiest. But the place that's in my heart is the coast of Maine, uh, and I suppose you could say the state of Maine, but the coast in particular. It's a place I went when I was uh, just out of high school. Um, probably senior in high school was the first time I went, and it made a deep impression on me. It, then uh, that was uh, 50 years ago, <laughs> and 60 years ago maybe. Um, it was 1959. And in what uh, context did you go, Paul, by yourself or with a family? Or? I went up with a friend um, who had family up there. And I had, some of my family is also from uh, the coast of Maine. And, but we went to visit, as it so happened, to visit uh, his family, a place called Stockton Springs, Maine, which is, if you look at a map of Maine, it's halfway up the coast. And he showed me uh, that place, his home, and then Camden, which is south of there. And then I got to know Rockland, which is a little bit south. And then I went to the University of Maine for, uh, for one year. That was my first year. And got to know Maine and Mainers and saw what a wonderful place it is and how it's not on, it's not on the way to anywhere. People, <laughs> you have to be, uh, you have to be, uh, that has to be your destination. I mean, unless you're on the way to New Brunswick or Nova Scotia. But, but it's a place that you have to deliberately uh, try to get to. You don't happen upon it. And if and you was, went to college there, you must have been there in all seasons. And uh, the winter appealed to you as well? Yes. I, well, <laughs> it doesn't appeal, but it, but it has a reason for existence. I mean, one of the points about Maine is the dramatic weather. Um, I think this is also true of, of, of the Midwest, that Oklahoma and Nebraska have dramatic weather. They have thunderstorms and, um, and great heat, too. But Maine has this this tremendous weather, very, very deep snow and very... Uh, low temperatures, but it has people that can take it, and I think it's the people in Maine that are, are part of it. You know, it's one of the great things about travel is human architecture. It's not looking at buildings; it's looking at people and the way they live. And people in Maine have deep roots. They have real jobs. They work very hard. They love uh, the fact that they live in Maine. There's culturally, they're part of Maine. I mean, if they have a counterpart in the world, it would be someone in the Punjab or someone in Ethiopia. They're people who would, you know, they're people who have a community, a place where they belong. It's not, you know, we're from everywhere. They really do have a uniqueness of, and a tenacity with the, with the soil. And they also 
have jobs like, like you know, uh, lobstering, let's say, on the coast, which is, it's a, it's a job, it's a way of life, it's a commitment, it's a culture. It's almost like a cult, you know, because it's so territorial. Well, I was going to, I was just going to say, uh, certainly people in Maine are known as strong individualists, and I wonder how that affects visitors to the state. They have a uh, pride in the state, so they love the idea that, that someone's coming to, uh, to look at it, and so that, that, that someone appreciates it. Uh, someone, if you, if, you want, if you have the idea of going there lobstering, you know, take up lobstering, forget it. You, it won't happen because they've got the whole coast locked up. But, I mean, that's one of the reasons why lobstering is so successful. It's done by people who are really good at it, who take great pride and have, 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 uh, have totally possessed it. But uh, so they have this, the, the work ethic is, is, is very strong. And they have this, this um, you know, they see that if you, if you don't come from Maine, you're, um, you're, uh, you're from away, they say, you're from away. My so guess is, I'm sorry, go ahead, Paul. No, they, 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 they see great differences between themselves and other people, uh, but, uh, but they have, a, they have a, a great sense of belonging. And it's also a, it's a, it's a big, empty state. It's, it is a wilderness in Maine, so it's not just the coast. Well, that's what I want to ask you about. Let me just, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Paul Theroux. He's joined us for our Places of the Heart segment. And he's talking about his affection for Maine, where he first visited right after high school, 50 or 60 years ago, I dare say. Uh, I was going to ask, I, I think a lot of people can envision the coast, uh, thanks to books or movies. But what is Ma the rest of Maine like? The rest of Maine is various. It's, uh, uh, the, it's a place, because of the, uh, the Ice Age, it's a place of uh, tremendous lakes and um, uh, 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 sinkholes and um, kettle kettle holes. Uh, so there's a lot of water in Maine. There's there's forests. I mean, it's a lot of it logging goes on there. There's great flat stretches where you know in in the north what they call the county, Aroostook County, a, a huge place uh, where potatoes are grown. Uh, so it's very productive. Um, that then in the south there's farmland. Uh, there's mountains. There's Mount Katahdin, which is the the, uh, the highest mountain in Maine, part of the presidential range, uh, written about by Henry David Thoreau, for, for climbed in in Thoreau's time for the first time. Uh, so it's it, it, the landscape is 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 various and wonderful, and a lot of it, although it, it's it's logged and people fish and so forth, it still looks unspoiled. Um, from a plane, you look down when you're flying from Europe. You look down if, if the plane flies over Maine, and you can see back to State Park, this big green rectangle in Maine. You see as as the plane flies from uh, past uh, Newfoundland and then south. Uh, and have you returned there to write or to find solace over the years? I go every summer. I go every summer huh? to visit uh, to visit and. Um, to recharge my batteries, to, to travel. I go sailing. I go kayaking. Uh, swimming, the water's very cold, so you don't want to swim there. But, uh, you know, it's a very, uh, a lot of states are very littered. Um, Hawaii is, is a place where people throw trash out the window. People, we, we pick it up, but uh, Maine, it's, it, it would be seen as a very bad thing in Maine to throw a beer can out the window. It's just not done. And so you, Maine is a very tidy state. It's a well-governed state. Um, it's uh, it, it's it, it's different. It, it's neither a Democrat nor a Republican. They often have a, uh, an independent uh, as governor. At the moment, no. But but in the past in the past twenty years, they've had two or three independent governors. 
And do they consider themselves part of America, or are they sort of like Texas, like we're, we're this distinct place? No, no, no. They, they, this, is, this is stars and stripes in the grain America. It was once part of Massachusetts, but it's, um, there are people, you know, at the Battle of Gettysburg, it was the Mainers who turned the tide at the Battle of Little Round Top. Uh, so they're tremendous uh, patriots. It's not like Texas at all. It's uh, uh, in, in, in respect to uh, uh, patriotism. Uh, it was Joshua Chamberlain at, at the Battle of Gettysburg, and uh, it, his his charge at Little Round Top is is uh, commemorated by Civil War statues in many village greens in in Maine. So this that pride is it's another reason why you know July Fourth is is a great day in Maine. It's a place where you go and you know eat have break, people have breakfast at the Grange Hall and. Uh, and there's uh, parades and whatnot. I think it's a it's a really wonderful place. And it uh, restore anyone wondering, you know, what's happening in this country or whatever. I, go to Maine and you'll see how it's the way people ought to ought to live. Well, I got to tell you, Paul, I was surprised at your choice, but I'm delighted with it. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Rudy. It's lovely to talk to you. Writer and author Paul Theroux's latest book. It's coming out uh, later this month in May. Is titled. The Lower River. It's the story of a former Peace Corps volunteer in an African country, in the African country of Malawi, who goes back and finds a very different place and perhaps himself is a very uh, different man. We reach Paul Thoreau from his home on the north shore of Hawaii. We'll be right back here in Rudy Max's world after these messages. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hi, folks. Rudy Maxa here inviting you to discover what Ireland's great cities have to offer. Cities including Dublin, Belfast, Galway, and Kilkenny are as rooted in history as they are in the 21st century. From ancient landmarks to five-star hotels, from a new generation of chefs cooking up a foodie scene as dynamic as it is delicious to iconic castles and coastlines, all are within easy reach of these vibrant city hubs that are making their way onto best destination lists from National Geographic to TripAdvisor. Plan a trip today and go to Ireland.com or RudyMaxa.com and click on Sponsors. Introducing Orbitz Rewards, the top-shelf margarita of rewards programs. As an Orbitz Rewards member, you earn rewards immediately on flights, hotels, and packages. That's right, like the kick from a good tequila, you get them instantly. The rewards you just earned on your flight to Miami? Use them to book your hotel for the same trip. If you use the Orbitz app to book, you earn even more, 5% on hotels. So join today and be part of the only travel rewards program that gives you instant vacation gratification. Go to Orbitz.com rewards or look under sponsors at RudyMaxa.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 after the hour, this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Orbitz, who has created a simple program that rewards you faster than anyone else. Here's the deal. You book your hotel and airline travel through Orbitz, you'll get rewarded instantly with Orbucks. You will uh, be able to apply those Orbucks toward your stay 
on that trip or a future trip, you can accumulate them, for example, as you might frequent flyer miles. Uh, you can apply those orbits towards your cost of hotels on that trip or in the future. It's free to join. Just go to orbits.com forward slash rewards. That's orbits.com forward slash rewards and sign up to start receiving your Orbucks and saving money today. Well, you know, one thing we do on the show is sort of track changes and trends in the travel industry, and we see them all. They're, they're constantly airlines are reinventing themselves. You know, there didn't used to be fees. Now there are. Then along in the hotel industry, a couple decades ago came boutique hotels, and it just continues. We don't spend enough time thinking about camping. Campgrounds of America's uh, initials are KOA, and you see their signs along America's highways and byways quite a bit. We're joined by Toby Hedges. She is the vice president of marketing with Campgrounds of America. And uh, Toby, your assertion is that camping has, has also changed along with the rest of the travel industry. That's why I'm delighted to have you on the show. Welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. One thing I noticed in in in, in our, my briefing uh, regarding KOA is that in some of your campgrounds now there are actually accommodations. Yes, yes, yeah. We what we've seen, you know, talking about trends and change in travel that you know, just like any other travel segment, a lot of people are starting to look for more upscale, modern options. They don't, you know, not everybody owns an RV. Not everybody wants to camp in a tent. And so our response to that has been our deluxe cabin offering. Uh, that's a fantastic way to enjoy the outdoors. Uh, makes camping very accessible to anybody. Um, our deluxe cabins have bathrooms with showers. Most have full kitchens. Um, you know, they still have grills and fire rings outside, so you can roast marshmallows or have that cooking experience outside. Uh, depending on the model, you have one to three or four beds. A wow. lot of our campgrounds actually provide linen, so you don't have to pack everything from home have TVs with cable, some have oh, fireplaces. you got a hotel, so, yeah, to, a to a hotel in the water. Toby, give me the I – I, I'm not familiar with the, the structure of uh, Campgrounds of America, KOA. Sure. Are, are you are, – are, are folks who, who, who fly the KOA flag, are they uh, – do you own all your campgrounds, or do you have in, uh, individual folks who basically buy a franchise to do so? And in that case, is Deluxe Cabin something you all suggest they might do, or it's an option they can do? Yeah, great question. Well, we're a hybrid mix. We're mainly a franchise organization. We have 485 locations across the U.S. and Canada. That's the world's largest camping network. Uh, we at uh, corporate own 28 of those properties. So we do have some that are company-owned, and then the rest of them, the majority of them are franchise. We do um, highly recommend that all of our KOAs put in deluxe cabins if it makes sense for their business. And most all KOAs have what we call the camping cabin, which was you know, introduced many years ago as a basic cabin that wouldn't have very many amenities. And as camping has evolved, this deluxe cabin offering has, has come around. And what and most percentage, of our campgrounds... I was well, going to ask, what, what percentage might have uh, cabins uh, on, on premises? Um, I'm trying to think of an actual percentage. Well over half would have Well over half, so that's a, that's a big yeah. number. And pretty much every campground would have at least a camping cabin option, which would at least get you out of the weather. On the lot. It's very... Um, interesting to people on motorcycles for example because they can park their motorcycle right next to the cabin versus sure. the hotel a lot of people that tent might want to go into the camping cabin um and the deluxe cabins are becoming rising more and more in popularity actually our business in the deluxe cabins has grown over 55 percent over the past three years and is the price so of a deluxe cabin comparable to a hotel price Yep, absolutely. Okay. It, there are all of um, as we're a franchise company, it would depend on the market that they're sure. in. So everyone sets their own pricing, but yeah, very comparable to a hotel. 
I note that uh, about one out of four American households camp on an annual basis as of last year, 2013. Well, that's only, what, four or five days ago. Um, and, right. and that the number of camper nights is increasing. What do you say to someone who has never stayed at a campgrounds of America or gone camping? How do, you, how do you pitch them? Give me your elevator pitch. What do you say? How have things changed since, oh, 10 years ago? Well, I think that camping um, is a great option for a family vacation, for one. Um, it's, a, it's a nice way to get outdoors, which I think more and more people are getting starved of time outdoors with our very busy technology overrun lives. And so camping allows you to get outdoors. And with a lot of the things that we have now, we have Wi-Fi in all of our campgrounds. And with the deluxe cabins we just mentioned, you can still have a lot of those comforts of home that you're used to right there on the campground. Um, I think what's you know, very attractive for people is that you can camp in your backyard. You don't have to go far for a family vacation anymore. There's probably a campground in your local area or within a couple hours from home. So it's a nice way for people because we are so busy, to get away with your families and enjoy a weekend and not have to take a very long vacation if you don't want to. Um, we also have, you know, just lots of recreation options for people, why I think it's so so great for families, such as um, jumping pillows for kids. Some of our campgrounds have zip lines. Some of our campgrounds have big water slides. And it's not just for families. It's for you know, a nice getaway with your spouse. You know, you can have a very nice adult intimate vacation and just enjoy each other in the outdoors in the local area. So do most folks, when they check into a Campgrounds of America, are they there for the night or do they make that their vacation? Make they say, what's the average stay, I guess, is, is a more sophisticated way to ask that question. Yeah, that's what I also think is so great about camping. Uh, Toby, we're going to have to say goodbye to you. Give me an average stay, though. Um, anywhere from one night to a week, I would say, people are. And then we obviously have people that snowbird um, right. in the winter for several months at a Toby time. Hedges. I would say average would be about two to three nights. Toby Hedges, Vice President, Campgrounds America, be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Thank you for calling Rosetta Stone for your free language learning demo. Yeah, what's the catch? Excuse me? Your ad says I can get a free Rosetta Stone demo. So, what's the catch? No catch. We're so sure the Rosetta Stone method is the fastest, easiest way to learn a new language that we'll give you a free demo to try it for yourself. Okay, but I've tried to learn a new language before, and it was always too hard. This is a completely natural way to learn a new language, just like you learned your first language. No tedious translation, useless memorization, or boring drills. It even comes in 30 languages. Oh, but there is one thing. The catch, right? You could start speaking in a new language in less than 15 minutes. Aha! Wait, did you say 15 minutes? To get your free demo from Rosetta Stone, call now, 1-800-337-1442. Experience for yourself the fastest, easiest way to learn a new language guaranteed. For your free demo, call now, 1-800-337-1442. That's 1-800-337-1442. Are you over the age of 25 and need to lose up to 30 pounds or more? If so, the next 60 seconds are crucial to your well-being. Because Sensa is sending 30-day free trials to anyone looking to lose weight simply through portion control, without calorie counting, meal plans, or traditional dieting. To experience effective weight loss results, you must be over 25 and want to lose up to 30 pounds or more. Call 1-800-963-3845 for your free 30-day trial. In a six-month study, one of the largest of its kind ever conducted, participants lost an average of 30 pounds using Sensa. This weight loss breakthrough does not require added exercise or a change in your lifestyle. But act now. 
Due to overwhelming demand, there is a strict limit of one per household. Again, if you are over 25 and need to lose up to 30 pounds or more, it is crucial that you write down this number for your free 30-day trial of Sensa. Call 1-800-963-3845. That's 1-800-963-3845. Hey, it's Guy Fieri. And before the game, it's all about the tailgating. Burgers, sausage and peppers, onions, hot wings, you name it. But come game time, if you got yourself a whole bunch of heartburn, roll out the Rolaids. Don't let heartburn keep you from enjoying the things you love. Rolaids gets you back in the action fast. Its dual active formula neutralizes more acid than Tums. For indigestion and heartburn, get rapid relief with Rolaids. R-O-L-A-I-D-S? Now that's how you spell relief. Use as directed. Acid neutralization may not correlate with symptom relief. Ugh, cold winter weather. It makes my skin so dry, itchy, and irritated. Can I get some help, please, for this winter skin of mine? Cortisone 10 Intensive Healing has the strongest non-prescription itch medicine available. Its seven moisturizers help heal skin, so you'll stop itching and start feeling relief fast. Ah, my skin feels like it's been on vacation, even with 10 inches of snow outside. Itch-free, worry-free, Cortisone 10. Use as directed. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to the show. And this uh, segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Tourism Ireland, and uh, who invites you to discover what Ireland's great cities have to offer. Cities including Dublin, Belfast, Galway, and Kilkenny are as rooted in history as they are in the 21st century. From ancient landmarks to five-star hotels, from a new generation of chefs cooking up a foodie scene as, dy- as dynamic as it is delicious, to iconic castles and coastlines, all are within easy reach of these vibrant city hubs that are making their way on the best station, destination list from National Geographic to TripAdvisor. So you can plan a trip today, and to make it easy, you can go to Ireland.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and click on Sponsors, and you'll see a link to Ireland. Dot com. If you uh, are a regular listener, you know we did a couple shows uh, about uh, in November from Ireland, uh, from Belfast. Two shows in Belfast. What a fascinating city. Worth a visit. Well, you've seen these lists. Uh, many of them are uh, uh, from uh, uh, magazines as well as authors, you know, 100 and pl- 101 Places to Go Before You Die. My next guest, David Miller, is editor of the Matador Network. He's got a new book out called 100 Places to Get, I'm going to say, I'm going to use a euphemism, to get screwed up before you die. Subtitled The Ultimate Travel Guide to Partying Around the World. In other words, this book is the places you got to go party before you die, right, David? That's correct, Rudy. Um, All right, give me the criteria. What? How did you? How did you rank these places? What made? What makes a great place to go party? A great place to go party. Definitely, I'll try to get through it without any flying f bombs because I know that's hard. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, on radio, you know, they frown on that. <laughs> the criteria—that's an interesting question. I, I feel honestly like the book has such a range of places that there wasn't a single formula that we found for being worthy of inclusion, other than just the possibility of connecting with the culture in a real way. And so, really, that comes back around to the traveler. And there are lots and lots of places in this book that are, you know, epic in terms of the scale of the parties. And, you know, a great example would be like Burning Man or Coachella. Sure. But there are also quite a few places that are just 
you know, extremely off the beaten path for a lot of people. And an example is like uh, the Quebrada de Umawaka in Jujuy in northern Argentina and participating in the Carnaval Umawakenya. And what we really tried to show in this book is that no matter where you go, there's always an undercurrent of some sorts of celebration and of people having a good time. And it's not meant to glamorize or, or sort of romanticize that, that activity. You know, in, in many instances, it's almost a cautionary tale. But, but by the same in, token, David, pardon me for interrupting, I think we should let our audience know, this is not just some guidebook for college guys who like want to go drink cheap beer in an Eastern European country. I mean, in your, among your top five lists, you mentioned this, uh, uh, my pronunciation, I don't speak Spanish, but Cuadrada de Humahuaca. Did I get it close? You also yeah, mentioned good. you also mentioned Buenos Aires, the capital of Argentina, where you can, you know, go go at one in the morning when the Malangras, uh, which are the real real places that uh, uh, porteños, as Buenos Aires residents are called, go to tango, and have a perfectly wonderful evening. I mean, so this is not a book just for college kids who you know want to go to weird weird things. This really, as you say, takes a look at places where you can immediately get in touch with the locals and with the culture. Is that a fair uh, summation? I think you nailed it, Rudy. It's, you know, using Buenos Aires as a, as a perfect example. Um, it's really about the culture, and, you know, we talk about this in the book. People who live in Buenos Aires, they grow up without having a bedtime. You know, kids are part of it. A party is a, a social event where it's a family affair. Everything's de la familia. And so, you know, as a traveler, it's amazing sometimes to go and to see kids hanging out in a street party late at night with, you know, friends and, and loved ones. And it's just about getting into that exuberance and to connect with, with that culture wherever you go, to not, you know, to, to get out of your comfort zone a little bit. I think, if anything, that's the real subtext of our book. Well, I want to list the. Uh, uh, tell me, you have two others, uh, or three other places. You've got Buenos Aires, you've got uh, uh, three other ones San Francisco. Burning Man, which of course is in the desert in Nevada. Nevada is it? Is it Nevada? In Burning Man? My son's gone Correct. four times, I should know. And then Tel Aviv, which having only gone there about a year and a half ago, I couldn't agree more. Tel Aviv, I mean, who thinks of Tel Aviv as a great party city unless you've been there and you go, yeah, it is. With the beach and the clubs, it's it's really a fun place to go. Yeah, it's, Tel Aviv is epic. Um, and it's epic in a way that all of these places are epic because of the people and the spirit that people have there and the just that sense of carpe diem and wanting to to go for it look for more information go to david the website for david's book which is 101 places the number 101 places.com david we could talk about this all day but i appreciate you dropping in this weekend thank you Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Nice to have you aboard. Uh, Janet, my producer, points out that in the last year we've grown our likes on our Facebook fan page from 
about 500, 600 people to nearly 3,500. We're almost up to 3,500. If you enjoy the show, um, you might enjoy some of my occasional posts. We also post links. Janet, even as I'm speaking now, is posting links to some of our guests. So if you heard a snippet of somebody or, or liked who you heard and you want to get more information, just go to Facebook. And if you type in Rudy Max, a, a couple of several of them will come up. <laughs> I don't know who these other. There's a couple who are, I don't know, they just. No, they're supposed to be me, but they aren't. Um, there's one just called Rudy Maxa. That's my personal fan page. I don't pay much attention to that. Uh, but the fan page is Rudy Maxa Travel Leisure. And if you hit like there, then you'll be alerted when I post some, you know, maybe last-minute deals or just sort of amusing things I find through my travels. Uh, get us up to 3,500 this weekend. We'll head our way up to 4,000. Um, and uh, you can write me anytime at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com if you have some thoughts on the show or if you have a topic or a question. And we don't do a lot of call-ins on this show because our stations carry us at so many different times. But if you do have a travel question, call 800-387-80. I think is oh, my gosh, I hate to say this number. I haven't said it in a while. You heard the announcer say it. Um, you'll find it at RudyMaxa.com. 38. 800-387-8025 is the number Jeff has just said into my headset. Uh, thank you, Jeff, for telling me my own phone number. But you can call 800-387-8025. And if you have a question, leave it for me. And if it's something I think the audience as a whole might be able to learn from, we'll talk about it on the air. Otherwise, perhaps I can help you. But I do not plan trips. I don't plan travel. I can't tell you what hotel or what restaurant to stay at. I'm not a travel agent. I'm a travel journalist, not a travel agent. I don't get tickets for people or any of that sort of thing. You know, I was interested. I've, I've been watching, as I'm sure we all are, the you know this long-running long running conflicts in the Middle East. Uh, and Egypt, of course, is certainly had its share of uh, political unrest beginning in 2011 when Jose Mubarak was uh, uh, toppled. And, you know, Luxor has always been uh, famous for, of course, its temples. I mean, it, it's just it's, it's just an open-air uh, tourist site, basically. I mean, it's so incredible what is there. But in Luxor, by the way, about 500,000 people live there. This isn't a village. Luxor has just seen almost a total drop-off in tourists. I mean, three months ago, the hotel occupancy there was 1%. Um, uh, tour guides who used to make you know, $420 a month are now lucky if they make $20 a month. 10,000 tourists used to arrive daily in Luxor. Now it's a fraction, and I mean a fraction of that. And you know those famous boats that, that ply the, uh, the Nile around Luxor, uh, Hardly any of them are. Only about 28 of the 255 boats are, are operating right now. There, by the way, has been no unrest in Luxor uh, tied in with the political unrest going on in Cairo. So if you're looking for some place that you might want to visit and uh, certainly have your pick of hotel rooms, I'm sure, at a great price, I would uh, I would throw Luxor in there. Speaking of deals of the week, I probably have another one here for you. There's the cash register just right on top of that. If you ever stay at Starwood Hotels, you should join um, um, their frequent guest program called SPG because every week on Wednesday, they post special deals on their hotels around the country and indeed around the world. Now, they're not enormous deals. For example, uh, uh, this weekend, if you're a member of the SPG uh, um, frequent guest program, you can stay at the W in San Francisco for $151 a night. A non-member is 159 a night. So you're saving 8 bucks. okay? Not a big deal. It's 5%, but what the heck. Uh, you know, again, the Westin San Diego and the gas, gas Lamp Quarter in San Diego, 104 a night versus 110 that non-members get. So it's it's not huge, but it's certainly worth looking. And sometimes the, guests can, uh, the savings can start for guests at about 20%. 
Um, and they book these, they, they put these deals up every week. And you can go register to get them at SPG, that's Sam Paul Green, spg.com forward slash escapes. So if you're a Starwood fan of any of their hotels, you can do that. And Turkish Airlines has, remember this last year, if you're a real loyal listener and a real long memory, Turkish Airlines is again doing their Valentine's one euro companion fares. So between February 9th and 15th, you can fly Turkish Airlines on a, if you buy a full fare ticket. Now, that's not a discount ticket. There's a full fare ticket. If you buy a full fare ticket, your com- companion can fly for just one euro. So figure it out. See if a full fare ticket uh, and, and plus one euro is less than buying two discount fares. I'm sure it is. But you've got a ticket at least seven days before travel. And the travel window is February 9 to the 15th. That's on Turkish Airlines for their Valentine's uh, Day one euro companion Fair. We're coming to the end of this hour. Um, if your station is leaving us, I'll look forward to seeing you here again next week in Rudy Max's world. Many of our stations, most of our stations, actually uh, stay aboard for the second hour. We'll take about a six-minute break, some news, some local spots, and then we'll be right back with a lot more uh, travel news. Got a big hour coming up the next hour. I hope you don't miss it. Um, by the way, we post podcasts of these hours by generally about by, by Sunday evening at RudyMaxa.com. So if you miss an hour or you came in late, or you heard something that you would like to forward on to someone else, just go to rudymaxa.com, click on podcasts, and you'll see they're broken down in hour one and two. You'll see a list of the guests in each hour, and you can just uh, listen for yourself, or you can forward it to a friend or family member who might find it interesting. Hope you're having a, hope you're warm this weekend. If you're in the Northeast, uh, that's going to require several layers or a big comforter at night. I'm Rudy Maxa. Stick around. We'll be back uh, in about six minutes. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.